Welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast, where we talk to C-level leaders from across the payments landscape. We'll be discussing the products and services that impact the payment space today, as well as trends and predictions for the future of payments. We will also hear stories from our guests about their journeys to the top. It's not a one-size-fits-all SaaS platform. Here it is, pay us a fee and you can use it as you wish. It's tech-enabled services. So we're building programs for our customers. We're engaging with them. We're using the beauty of the payments network in that we're able to provide a lot of efficiency in payments through the tech so that our companies can find efficiencies in their business, you know, and we can earn our transaction revenue associated when transactions are made at point of sale. That was Stephen Faust, the CEO of Dash Solutions, and he is my special guest on this episode, episode 221 of the Leaders in Payments podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Myers. Stephen has a passion for configurability, customization, and customer satisfaction. He was the second employee to join his current company, next in line only to the original founder himself, and he has been adding value to the prepaid technology sector of our industry ever since. Dash Solutions has been in the payments industry for a very long time, branded originally as Prepaid Technologies. The rebrand itself was a recent one and also a bit of a no-brainer since Dash is the name of the product brand they've been using for many years. They currently have four pillars where they provide cutting-edge digital solutions, pay, rewards, corporate disbursements, and expense management. In a nutshell, they don't go in looking to sell a product. Rather, they go in looking for the solution that the business needs, and then they customize a product specifically for them. Stephen and I go on to talk about his journey to the role of CEO, including where he sees the industry going in the next two to three years as it relates to digital advancements and real-time offerings. We've got a great episode ahead, so let's get started. Hi, Stephen. Thank you for being here and welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me and excited to spend a few minutes with you. Absolutely. So let's dive right in. If you don't mind, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, maybe where you grew up, where you went to school, where you currently live, a few things like that. Sure. My name is Stephen Faust. I originally grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, so I'm a little bit of a Cajun. Went to school at the University of Tennessee, where I graduated there in 2001 and graduated with a degree in marketing and business communication. After that, spent some time working with my first jobs in the marketing world, marketing and advertising, both in Dallas and back in New Orleans, running the account management side for some large brands and interesting clients, you know, and then transitioned into the financial services world and kind of a sales and marketing role and then into prepay technologies, which we are now Dash Solutions. But married, have a beautiful wife, Ellen, and I've got three girls, 12, 14, and 15. So that's keeping me busy outside of all the things that we're doing here at Dash Solutions. I have three girls as well, so uh, we have that in common. All right, well, let's dive into the company. Let's talk about Dash Solutions, and by all means, I know there was a recent rebrand, so position that for us, and then tell us what the company does. Absolutely. So, you know, we've been in the payments business for a long time, and the company was founded by Tommy McCulley here in Birmingham, Alabama, and Tommy was a senior executive at AmSouth, now Regions Corporation, for many different years. You know, he ran 
small business banking. He ran technology. He ran marketing. He went to Florida and bought eight banks and expanded the bank into the Florida market for them. So he had a lot of different training and a great perspective on what was going on in the financial services world. And he saw an opportunity in the late 90s to explore stored value, which became prepaid in the payments world. And he got really excited about it. He brought it to the board. They weren't as excited about it as he was. So after 27 years, he decided to be entrepreneurial and leave the bank and start prepaid technologies, which was the original name of the company, with the idea that not just focusing on one solution, but knowing that banks specifically would have a need around the country to service their commercial customers with these solutions. And those solutions were commercially sold solutions for things like pay, things like rewards and incentives, promotions, things like expense management, and things like corporate disbursements. And what we found was that there was a real interest from financial services companies, banks around the country, to add these products to their suite of services and work with a third-party partner to help them bring these products to their customers. So that was kind of his initial idea, and still that concept holds true today. What has changed over the last 20 plus years is we've really built technology around these solutions so that we can stay cutting edge on what's happening with Visa and MasterCard and Discover these days, what's happening in retail with digital payments, with other needs with business customers. So the company has really expanded over that time. More recently, we have decided to change the name of the company from Prepaid Technologies to Dash Solutions. Dash was our product brand and market for several years. And what we really do for companies is bring solutions to their payments needs. So we really leaned into the solution side of what we're doing and the technology we're building and decided to rebrand the company as Dash Solutions for the future. Along that way, we've had some help from some partners. After seeing some good success, You know, we brought on our first investment partner about seven or eight years ago, Ballast Point Ventures out of Tampa, Florida. They were very smart to the payments world, had invested in this space. So we brought them on as our first outside capital. We had no debt on the business. We're profitable, but just kind of growing slowly as a family business and brought them in and they brought some smarts to the table, brought us access to really unbelievable talent that was in the payments industry that kind of knew what they were doing. One person specifically, Steve Fussell, who had spent time at Federated and NetSpend and FSB Payment Systems, U.S. Bank, Rush Card, and so on. So it was really a leader on the payment side, but gave us access to folks like that. So that was in 2016. And after that investment, you know, we started really ramping up the company, reinvesting in people, process, tools, rebuilding our technology for scale. And that was really a differentiation point for the company. We made a plan to do all those things, achieve all those milestones in the next five years. And through that time, we were able to eight or nine X the revenue of the company and achieve those goals and and remain profitable and all those things that you want with a growing business. You had to step back a little bit. I joined the company in 07. So a couple of years after Tommy joined it and I was the second employee before Tommy started the company. So we pulled this thing together, you know, and sitting here today in 2023, we've got about 120 employees and probably another 
80 or so contractors that we work with that are FTEs and having a lot of fun growing a great payments company and technology company. You said originally the focus was on banks. Has that expanded beyond just banks? It has. What we found was there was a lot of need for others. Think about people in staffing, people in payroll processing, people in marketing companies. They all had these needs of their commercial customers. So we've expanded that partnership channel approach to a wide variety of partners. And today we have over 500 partners. And probably one of the fastest growing segments of the partnership channel is other technology companies that are looking to, through a complex suite of APIs, embed our payment solutions in their go-to-market strategy and their technologies to expand their viability relationship with their existing customers or new customers. We've also grown a direct sales team and that direct sales team is having great success, but we love our partnership business. We love our partners because it makes a lot of sense. We enable them. We have a long-term relationship and everybody wins. Are you mostly in the U.S. or all in the U.S.? So we are servicing customers all over the world, but we focus mostly on the payments in the United States. We have partnerships to service other parts of the world and they're integrated into our platform. So depending on the transaction type or so on, we've got the solutions in place to handle those payments internationally. But most of our sales and how we're looking at our go-to-market is still very focused on the United States. There's so much greenfield, so much opportunity in front of us, but we do know that we need to have those solutions in place to check the box with these customers as they have needs outside of the U.S. Absolutely. So what would you say differentiates your company from your competitors out there? What makes us different is that we are not a single solution provider. That gives us a competitive advantage. Some people in college and business school tell you, hey, pick one thing and do it better than anybody else. How we've looked at the world when it comes to the prepaid industry is that all these things are really the same. It's really just how we configure these solutions for the needs of these customers. So we've built our technology to be multi-solutional. And what that means is over the last, really since we've been leaning into the technology side, say over the last 10 years, 15 years, we've built and have over 80 approved bank-issued card programs or digital payments programs. And what we do on top of that is we build a technology so that we can provide endless configurations to those existing programs. And what we do is we call that product building. So that allows us to provide brand, feature set, enable, disable different things, languages, whatever it may be, and deliver that based on what the solution the customer is looking for. And that's highly different than saying, hey, we've got an off-the-shelf product. I hope you enjoy it. So our customers and our partners really love the idea that we don't come in selling a product. We come in looking for the solutions the business needs, listening to them, configuring something for them and giving it to them and saying, hey, we listen to you and we think that this solves your payments challenges. And in addition to that, we also have X, Y, and Z that may help you in payroll or rewards and incentives or corporate expense management or corporate disbursements, whatever those other alternatives is. So having a suite of solutions in highly configurable suite of solutions, we feel is a competitive advantage. And we're seeing that as we win every day. So 
excited about that position we're in and feel like we have, like I said earlier, you know, tremendous greenfield in front of us. Is your model more of a SaaS model or a transaction fee model or does it have both components? We are not a SaaS business. We do have customers that are paying us monthly subscription fees or access fees to access our platform because they see the value in being able to hit a single platform to solve many different things in their business. That could be building promotions for internal employee engagement campaigns to channel incentives of campaigns to drive sales of certain products to other promotional things to all kinds of different things in real-time payments and earned wage access and complex expense management with categorization and you name it. So it's not a one-size-fits-all SaaS platform. Here it is, pay us a fee and you can use it as you wish. It's tech-enabled services. So we're building programs for our customers. We're engaging with them. We're using the beauty of the payments network in that we're able to provide a lot of efficiency and payments through the tech so that our companies can find efficiencies in their business, you know, and we can earn our transaction revenue associated when transactions are made at point of sale. So that's been the model and it's worked really well over the years. Well, where do you see the payments industry just in general? Where do you see it headed, say, in the next two to three years? What's been interesting is how behind the U.S. was in digital payments when running into the pandemic. And then the fast forward a wow moment where everybody had to say, if we're still avoiding digital payments, we may have a big problem on our hands. So that fast forward in the United States has been tremendous. So not only from a consumer standpoint that says, hey, I'm okay receiving a digital payment, for point of sale and businesses to say, hey, we have to receive digital payments now just because we don't want to deal with cash and or checks and speed of payments and so on. So updating the transactional side of the business, but businesses know now that they say, hey, we have to upgrade these antiquated systems that typically have a lot of cost, a lot of overhead associated with it. So that's created, in my mind, a tremendous opportunity in the payment space over the next couple of years. And we've been investing millions as an organization to be ready for that. And we're seeing the fruits of that investment to have top of market, cutting edge, digital delivery solutions, really in all four of those payments modules that we play in. So from pay to rewards to corporate disbursements, you know, and expense management. So digital issuance, the ability for real-time tokenization, digital transaction completion, and so on, and real-time reporting, and all that that goes along with it. So while a lot of the consumer behavior has changed quickly during COVID, there's still trillions of dollars of commercial payments that have not transitioned. Businesses are interested in talking about that and moving forward with those initiatives now, which is creating this big opportunity that we're really excited about over the next couple of years. I hear that a lot where people talk about during the pandemic, companies had no choice but to do things to change processes and procedures. And I think there's a lag in other companies catching on to that. And maybe that's sort of what we're seeing now post-pandemic is those companies who had to do whatever they could to make it work for a couple of years now are really trying to bring in the right technology and looking at companies like yours to do that. 
Absolutely. What's interesting is, is that, and this is kind of a funny story, but because of the flexibility of our platform, we're able to explore with companies some of these highly unique payments, you know, and I was reviewing that with Edison Partners, our newest investment partners. So Edison came in in 21. They too were someone that was very seasoned in the investment space, you know, in the payments world. And that was that graduation step for us moving from Ballast Point Ventures to our next investor, Edison Partners. And they've been a tremendous partner and worked with companies like Build Trust and Zealous and Money Lion and many others in the payments world that have had tremendous success. When I was reviewing with them when, when they were making the investment into our company, what are some of these opportunities? And I was like, well, there's all these niche payments markets that are highly addressable. And we were talking about them and kind of the size of these markets and so on. And they were like, stop calling these niche markets. These are like $100 billion markets, each one of them. I was like, yeah, you're right. The opportunity is so big. But that's what's fun is that like there's so many different things and kind of commercial disbursements if you have that omnibus category that's addressable with good solutions. That's what's a lot of fun. And I think that that goes beyond the next two to three years, you know, into a longer time period. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, having been in payments since about 2006, it's really not payments, it's commerce, right? It's money movement, whether that's in the B2B world or the B2C world or whatever. I mean, payments is probably such a bad term for it because to me, it's so much more than that. And every day I learn more talking to people like you on these interviews about these, like you called it, niche industries where payments has lagged in the technology and implementation of it. And it's just, you look at it and it's a hundred billion dollar opportunity and it's considered a niche, but it's been there the whole time. It's just bringing technology to that. And it sounds like that's what you guys have really identified and do a great job of. Hey, let's switch gears a little bit, if you don't mind. And you talked a little bit about your early roles in your career in marketing. Maybe tell us a little bit more about that and then how you transitioned into the role of CEO there. Yeah, sure. So when I graduated from Tennessee, I got a job with an ad agency in Dallas. And it was a great way to start my career. I've told younger people that advertising can be such a great environment to learn because young people are working on huge brands with huge budgets that have deadlines. They have to have great communication skills. Everything supports sales and revenue creation. And, you know, I was not a creative person, meaning doing the design work. I was working with the businesses. So throwing a 21-year-old in that situation where they need to present to companies and talk about budgets and timelines and understand print production, customer service, all these different things in different lines of business was just unbelievable training for me. When I joined Tommy in 2007, that training was really kind of a great foundation for what I'm doing today. I've always found myself being that kind of creative person, both on the sales and communication side. And what we do in payments and at Dash Solutions is problem solving, creative solutions, and bringing results to bear for our customers. Sometimes that includes building technology, it's print production of materials and cards sometimes, it's customer service, it's detailed timelines, and it's juggling a lot of requests from different customers at different times. So 
when I joined Tommy, it was the two of us and we started adding more people thereafter, but we were doing everything from all the accounting work to account management, to sales, to marketing. And it was great to bootstrap a business and learn every aspect of the business. And, you know, as the company scaled and we kept bringing in more people and having more success, it allowed me to start transitioning into the things that I was most passionate about. It was really when Steve Fussell joined our organization. Steve has had a tremendous career running operations and technology, account management, legal compliance, all those types of things. And that allowed us to divide the business in half to run the business together. What we say is I continue to focus on everything looking out and then he focuses on the things looking in. So everything from sales, business development, marketing, strategy, product, all rolls up under me. And then we work closely together as good things happen on the sales side to transition them into implementations, account management, and all those other aspects of it. So I took over the reins from Tommy in 2011 and took the company to a couple of years to growth through the investment to Ballast Point, five years of a tremendous amount of work and team growing and technology growing through the next investment cycle with Edison Partners and our partnership with Chris Sugden there. And that gets us to today. We're a very different business from those early days, but I still look back at those training that I received in marketing and advertising as being tremendously foundational and a lot of fun. You mentioned the word passion, so we're going to talk about that next. So maybe tell us something you're passionate about, maybe one thing that's business-related passion and one personal passion. What's been a real passion for me is this approach that we have in the business around configurability of our products. That was so important to me because I learned early on as I was, you know, chief salesperson and IT guy and bottle washer and everything else like that, product selling only went so far in our industry in that there was a real opportunity there to listen to customers and bring them solutions for what they asked for. So it's been a passion project for our company. And it's so fun to see the fruits of that labor to build a solution set that is so configurable And we can configure now digital payments and present them to customers during a pitch, you know, and say, hey, you asked for this. Let us do some things in real time where you're not going into the code to write new technology for that need and give them something that's customized for them. That's a lot of fun. Outside of work, the fun time that we're in having three girls that are teenagers right now in the house is so much fun for my wife and I. So all the different things that we can be doing with them from watching their volleyball tournaments to going to the lake and getting them to wakeboard and swim and have fun. And sometimes they'll go out with me and play golf. Most of the time it's for the ICs. It's not so much that they're interested in golf, but I love that one-on-one time with them because golf's a real passion of mine. Not that I'm great at it, but I truly enjoy it. That's a little bit about me outside of work. I just love to get leaders kind of opinions on this. And so think of it as you've got a new employee coming into your company and they come to you and say, hey, I'm looking at making a career out of payments or fintech, whatever you want to call it. And maybe they've just graduated and they're looking for some advice. So you as CEO that's been in the payments industry for a few years, what would you tell them that they need to do to be successful in our industry? 
focus on the solutions and fish where the fish are. My grandfather would always say that, fish where the fish are. People spend a lot of times trying to create markets out in the payments world with something new and different. Businesses and the consumers are telling us that they want this, and there's already existing markets that have plenty of fish that can be taken advantage of. It's all about providing the right solutions, you know, and getting some lines in the water. The other thing I would say is probably heard this a thousand times is like, don't wait for perfect. I've seen so many companies in the payments world spend years and tens of millions of dollars trying to make something absolutely perfect, where as long as you have the ability to adjust on the way and listen to the customers, you actually end up with a better product, having a more agile style of building product. I think that's great advice. Well, Stephen, we've covered a lot of ground about the company, about you, about the industry overall. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, I mean, thank you for the opportunity to join your podcast. And it's truly an exciting time in what we're doing. And it's a whole lot of fun. So those that aren't in the payments industry, they should probably consider it if they're looking for a change. It's exciting to see companies that have been doing the same thing for a very long time think creatively about what these solutions can mean to their business. And that could be from a very small company to a Fortune 100 company. It's great. So thanks for the time and exciting things ahead for Dash Solutions. And we should stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. What would be the best way for people to learn more about you and the company? So, you know, we're in the middle of launching our new corporate website. It's not up yet, but dashsolutions.com is the URL. There's content there that'll direct you into some of our legacy content, but within the next 30 days, that'll be up and going. We are on LinkedIn and there's information there about our company and what we're doing and always growing and recruiting great talent headquartered in Birmingham, but we have virtual staff that's all over the country and some in Canada as well. And so, yeah, come find us and we're doing some very cool things. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, Stephen, thanks so much for being on the show today. I know your time is very valuable, so I really appreciate you being here today. Awesome. Thanks. And to all you listeners out there, I thank you for your time as well. And until the next story. Thank you for joining us this week on the Leaders in Payments podcast. Make sure you visit our website at leadersinpayments.com where you can subscribe to the show and where you'll find our show notes. If you enjoyed listening, please share on your social channels as well. 